This programme was first broadcast on Otago Access Radio and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Well, we're in for a real treat this morning because joining me on the awesome morning show is Fiddle Pie, a six-member collective of old-time music lovers and players currently touring New Zealand with their old-time country music and dance variety show. Cornelia Overton, Joe Burdock, T. Claw, Hannah Johnson, Sean Donald and her own Flora Knight are with us in the awesome morning show studio. We'll have a chat in a moment, but we've got them here with their instruments. So we're going to kick off with a track from Fiddle Pie. Amazing stuff. Fiddle Pie in the awesome morning show studio. Welcome to all of you. It's good to have you here. Maybe if uh, you could gather around some of these other microphones here. It's great to be here. Yeah, thanks for having us. On a sunny Dunedin morning. (laughs) I have to ask, and and perhaps Flora, you can answer this one for us to to kick us off, Mm -hmm. uh, because you're our our Dunedin representative in this collective. Yes. How does it come to be that uh, this group of young uh, pickers and fiddle players and from different parts of 
the world come to be together like this? Uh, well, um, we all kind of, there's various kind of gatherings and festivals that happen around the United States in the summertime where people get together and play music and whatnot. And um, the sort of, the usual suspects kind of show up to them all. And um, I don't know, I just started seeing these guys around the place at festivals or little um, things here and there that I'd kind of been going to. And and I think that was sort of last year, maybe this year, started pitching the idea of doing um, a tour like this, a kind of square dance tour or kind of a, a tour that encompassed sort of all aspects, well, quite a number of aspects of different dance and music traditions. I'll throw this out. Generally speaking. I'll throw this one out to the group, and I guess someone's going to have to stick up their hand and be brave and answer it, but uh, how would you care to define uh, old-time music? Uh, Well, old-time music, I would say, is um, sort of the traditional music of the eastern part of the United States, the mountainous region called the Appalachians, where many of us are from. Um, You know, early settlers came from Europe, and also um, people of African descent as well, all living together. And so this music evolved out of um, mostly like fiddle tunes from Scotch-Irish ancestry. Um, the banjo came over from Africa and sort of evolved in America. They came together and formed this uh, repertoire of music. A lot of these tunes can be traced back to like old Scotch-Irish fiddle tunes. A lot of them were invented in America. Uh, and then, so that's sort of what we play is this old-time music. Sort of out of that evolved uh, different genres of music like bluegrass, which is the more show business version of old-time music, uh, and then country music came out of that as well. So we play sort of a wide variety of old-time music, some old country, um, maybe a little bit of bluegrass-ish stuff as well. Getting a little bit technical now, when when it comes to playing old-time music, does it require, are there particular techniques that come with playing your instruments that, that kind of define the sound that might be slightly different, say, from bluegrass music? Well, the banjo in particular is played very different in um, old-time music and bluegrass music. Oftentimes in um, old-time music, the banjo is played in a way called claw hammer, which involves sort of a downward strum and picking with your thumb, whereas in bluegrass, uh, the more popular Scruggs style was invented for, um, well, by by um, Scruggs himself and is more common today is three-finger banjo picking. And and also with the old-time music, a, a lot... A lot more of it was specifically for dancing, whether it be flat foot clogging or square dancing or waltzing, whereas a bluegrass band would more be playing a concert or a performance of of music that one could dance to, but they're probably not because they're watching and listening and, and that sort of thing. We're talking to T-Claw here. You've got a, a, a wonderful-looking instrument. Describe it for our listeners. Oh, yeah, this is the bass, Joe. Uh, it's a, it's basically an upright bass with a drum head on it, so it uh, uh, it's a little more portable when we're cramming six people and camping gear into a minivan. Um, but uh, who was it made by? Someone in? Uh... Uh, it was made by Frank Soleil, an old Georgian fellow who lives in Petone, just uh, north of Wellington, and he so kindly offered to lend us a upright bass and ship it on down to us. Tradition will have seen the, the tunes that you're bringing to this tour and to your performances handed down, I, I imagine, from generation to de- generation. Is there much in the way of recorded music to kind of refer back to? Yeah, there, there was a lot of recordings um, back in the 20s, 30s, 40s. Um, they kind of boom for them in the 20s and 30s, making old, old 78s and whatnot. There was a lot of yeah. 
recording with musicians. with the inception of the recording industry there was the first a lot of the first music was old time country music alongside i guess classical and stuff and <clears throat> some of the more eventually ones, jazz yeah. but as well as uh as um a renewed interest in preserving various country music traditions there was a library of congress and the smithsonian were funding projects to sort of explore rural America, um, all over, and particularly in the south in Appalachia, and find old uh, fiddlers, um, anyone who's, you know, playing a sort of uh, old music style as well as blues musicians and such in the deep south. So does it allow room for new composition within the framework of old uh, time music? Yeah, it certainly does. We don't do any of that ourselves you know we're mostly interested in playing the traditional music but that are pe- there are plenty of people who are very versed in the tradition and are making their own tunes and their own songs that fall within that tradition take a look see it sorry and that uh that kind of segues into the square dancing tradition that we're trying to keep alive mm-hmm. because it's dying off with the old timers in america and uh we are using traditional figures that are unique to America, and the square dance calling was invented in America. There was other set dancing from all sorts of other traditions, but um, the, the actual calling out of the moves came to be in America. And while we use traditional figures, the, the caller has some leeway to choreograph the different sections and also create their own what we call patter, which is like the rhyming scheme in between. Who's your primary caller? Do you have one in the group? Uh, yeah, I'm the, I'm, the, I'm the main caller. We're trying to get a few more up to the, the mic, but we haven't done a ton of square dances yet. So. And is, that, is there a kind of a free-form element to that as well? Can you yeah. basically direct Yeah, it? it's, it's improvisational, yeah. and that's one of the things that makes the calling really unique is that you're doing simple stuff, but you can keep people on their toes and, and, and give them sort of a dance game to learn in a way that, that's less intimidating than just say, swing dancing for a beginner. So this music is very much about an event. It's very much about a social yeah. situation. It's a social yeah. community, community gathering. Yeah. where It's dance music. People so, are dancing. People are uh, invited to play a lot of the time. And I have a, a quick little story about um, a friend of mine went to a, an old-time square dance that had been going for 50 years in Arkansas. And he asked someone to dance who was sitting down at the table playing cards. And, and they're like, oh, no, no thanks. And he's like, well, do you ever square dance? And they're like, you know, I never really thought about dancing, about <laughs> square dancing. And they had been coming to this weekly, monthly square dance community event for 20 years and had never square danced. So it's, it's more about getting the community together and less about we're having a dance event or a concert, you know what I mean? Well, therein lies yeah. the challenge, I imagine. Here in New Zealand, you'll have people who are absolutely amping to see you and come along and have a great time. There'll be others who've never yeah. uh, experienced this before. And I imagine that is something of a challenge. We do have uh, something of a reputation for being a little bit reserved here. And, and, yeah. and so, far, yeah. so far, people have been very enthusiastic about dancing. We've been I a little bit surprised by that. But yeah. um, we usually start off our shows with a couple of performance pieces and then uh, sort of ease into dancing, both doing called square dances, you know, taught from for beginners, people, people who have never done it before, and then also have like a little lesson for waltzing and two-stepping, doing some couples dancing. 
Uh, and, and I think we were all worried that people would be, you know, glued to their seats and not want to get up and dance. But yeah, so far, thought it was going to be much more of a challenge than it has. So, so far, people have been just like so yeah, eager to dance, yeah. and everyone's been up on the dance floor. It's been a great response. Three shows down the track so far. You were in Omaroo yeah, a couple of days we ago. We threw an extra little one at Fleur's place in exchange for um, a, a bit of a feast. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> Everyone kind of knows what that means. <laughs> I know what that means. That sounds fantastic. <laughs> So Kiwis are up for the challenge. You've got a long oh, tour time. ahead of you. Tell us about uh, the performances in this part of the world. Uh, Thursday night, uh, we're playing at Taste Merchants. Yes, indeed. Just down the road on Lower Stewart Street. Uh, and I believe the doors will be about 8pm. <clears throat> and then on Friday, we're doing a hall show at the Long Beach Hall over over the hill towards from kind of Port Chalmers towards Perkinui and all that. Um, and that will be at 7.30. And there's actually going to be a bus service, especially for that show, for those who want to come to the more, more kind of hall um, Traditional. Uh, yeah. And community hall at Long Beach. Exactly. It will be fantastic night on a Friday night in, yeah. the, in the holiday season. And that community out there are really great at coming out to the show as well as like to pop in there because they, they really support it. So the bus service goes from, it leaves 7 p.m. from the Deneen Railway Station, and it will stop in Port Chalmers and also leave from Port Chalmers, and I believe at 7.15 from Port Chalmers, and it will be coming back at the end of the night. Nicely done. Through Port Chalmers and back to Deneen Well organised, well. that. Uh, Flora, I take it you've been the person on the ground here sort of stringing the gigs together and making yeah. it all happen? She's our hero. Yeah, she's made this happen. It's her idea and she's made it come true. So the rest of you tour and play together regularly? Uh, no, we all... We, all <laughs> we don't. We actually formed this band for this tour. Right. We are handpicked by Flora. We're all honoured to be invited here. We had never played together, all six of us, before... Um, but at the same time, you know, in one big group. But uh, we all do play music to some degree professionally for dances or whatnot in different combinations or with other bands in the United States and Canada. As younger people, and I'm guessing there's no one here over the mid-twenties, am I right about that? No, mm-hmm. you're wrong. I'm wrong. <laughs> hey. Well, then you look, you look wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, Tico mentioned before thing. that there's a sort of an element of, of the older, uh, older guard dying off. Do you feel uh, in any way that you're kind of champions on the cause and that you have a responsibility to keep the music alive? I mean, I think we all play the music because we love it. Um, I think our responsibility is to give... Uh, respect and, and recognition to where this music comes from and make sure we're staying true to that tradition and honor that. Yeah. Well, you've not only come to play live music and to have some wonderful dance nights out in Dunedin on tour, but you do have some recordings. Flora, um, can people purchase anything on the tour? Yes, actually well, we yeah. have a, um, a number of wee things along with us, but one of them is a CD that we made, four of us made when we met up in Louisiana um, last year, I suppose, in the end of end of October, and um, we recorded fifteen songs live in five hours, and um, yeah, we have that alongside us. And Cornelia has made a little um, print to print on top of all of them, and. Yeah, and there's a couple of other weed merchy things alongside. All right. Taste Merchants Thursday, Long Beach Hall on Friday, and then an extensive tour of both the south and the north yeah. ahead of you as well. So um, thank you so much for taking time out to come and see us today. I'll ask you to gather around the microphone again. Thank you, Jeff. And uh, we'll take another, another song from you. Um, who can tell us about this one you're going to play? Uh, <clears throat> this tune is called Wild Hog in the Woods. Um, 
and I'm going to do a little bit of sample of square dance calling. Even though there's no dancers here, you can get a feel for what it would be like to take some instructions on the fly and learn how to dance with right. old hands with strangers. Fiddle pie in the awesome morning show studio. Thanks, guys. Fun job. Fiddle pie here in the awesome morning show studio. Thank you so much. This program was first broadcast on Otago Access Radio and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air.